This is Tea on the Hudson, a news and lifestyle podcast where we're spilling all of the Hudson County tea and more. My name is Jen Trapuka. I'm the founder of HobokenGirl.com and a Hudson County resident. On this show, we share news, lifestyle topics of interest, interviews, and have guest Hoboken Girl contributors on to delve into the things that matter to local residents. This week, Kate from the Hoboken Girl team is going to be sharing news and keeping you up to date on all things Hudson County. Then we'll have a feature segment with Duty Freegal, a local colonic specialist and our vegan contributor at Hoboken Girl, sharing how easy it is to lead a plant-based lifestyle in Hudson County. everyone. This is Kate Lombardo. You might remember me from episode four of Tea on the Hudson. I'm also a member of the Hoboken Girl team and I'm a local business owner and resident. This week, we are sipping on a cup of ginger and lemongrass tea from Jefferson's Coffee. It comes both hot and iced, so you can really enjoy it year round. Jefferson's is a great local spot in Hoboken, serving up all types of delicious coffee and tea, though the ginger lemongrass is my personal favorite. They have two locations in town. Their first location, which opened a few years ago, is located at 1001 Madison Street, right across from the ShopRite, so perfect to stop by if you're doing some grocery shopping. And their newer and second location is located at 534 Washington Street, right in the center of town. Insider tip, try out their zucchini bread when you go. It's awesome and pairs very nicely with the ginger and lemongrass tea. Our annual Fall in Love with Hoboken Instagram photo contest is off to a great start and there's still time to join in. This contest takes place every year throughout the month of October, and it gives our readers and followers a chance to win amazing prizes from local businesses just by snapping a fall-inspired picture. All you have to do is post it on Instagram and tag at Hoboken Girl blog using hashtag fall in love with Hoboken. Check us out on Instagram for more information so that you can join in. Now it's time to grab a mug and let's get started with our news. The Hoboken Historical Museum's annual Hoboken House Tour is happening on Sunday, October 20th. According to a representative from the museum, this year's tour promises to deliver on the goal of presenting a selection of homes that truly represent the breadth of what Hoboken has to offer, from grand homes on the Hudson to brand new condos to funky artist pads. Plus, this year's tour will also have stops at some unusual points of interest along the way, including the new Neon Sign Studio that opened at the south end of town and the new indoor gaming facility at 10th and Grand. They are still looking for volunteers for this year's event with availability for two shifts. The first shift for you early risers on a weekend is from 9.30 a.m. till 1 o'clock p.m. And the other is from 12.30 to 4 o'clock p.m. By volunteering, you also earn a free ticket to use during the other tour hours. So you can be sure to check out all of the houses along the way. If you're interested in volunteering, email volunteer at hobokenmuseum.org. Late in the evening on October 5th, W. Kodak Jewelers in Uptown Hoboken was the target of a break-in. Team Hoboken Girl was in contact with a representative from the W. Kodak team who confirmed the incident and also said that thankfully no one was present or harmed and only minor damage occurred. 
In an email, the representative also wrote to us, quote, We appreciate the rapid response from the Hoboken Police Department and their due diligence in investigating this matter. Our store is open for business during regular hours, and we look forward to continuing to serve Hoboken as your local jeweler. We're so glad to hear that everybody was safe in this unfortunate incident. There is speculation circling around that Jersey City may soon be getting a Trader Joe's. While none of this has been confirmed by Trader Joe's or the developer for the building it may be housed in, Jersey Diggs reported it could be a possibility after seeing designs for the new Avalon building, which is set to be built at 444 Washington Boulevard in Jersey City. The drawings for the building apparently included a retail storefront with a sign that reads Trader J's in a font that's very, very similar to the Trader Joe's logo text. Again, this is all speculative and none of it has been confirmed, so it may be wishful thinking. But if it does happen, many Jersey City residents would definitely be excited about it. And we all remember how elusive Trader Joe's was before opening in Hoboken. On Tuesday, October 15th, which if you're listening to this episode on the day it went live is today, there will be a public community meeting to discuss the Hoboken Yards redevelopment plan. The meeting will take place at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Multi-Service Center, located at 124 Grand Street. There has been a lot of discussion around what the redevelopment plan will include, with recent talk of a European-style market piquing the interests of many residents. This meeting will present the current redevelopment plan and seek public feedback on the project. All are welcome. The first DUI was recently issued for someone driving a Lime scooter while intoxicated in Hoboken. According to Hudson County View, the incident took place when police officers observed Nicholas Catrone, age 26, of Hoboken, looking visibly unsteady while operating the scooter in the area of Newark Street and Park Avenue. He was charged with driving while intoxicated, reckless driving, and refusal to submit to a breathalyzer test. So keep in mind, people, you can't drink and scoot in Hoboken. New York City's Bob White Counter is coming to Jersey City. According to Jersey Diggs, the East Village Eatery is expanding across the Hudson to the Paulus Hook neighborhood of Jersey City, inside of the Portside Towers at the storefront along 100 Warren Street. The spot is famous for what many, including the Gothamists, consider to be the best fried chicken in New York. No timeline for the opening has been announced yet, but we'll keep you posted as more information becomes available. Last week was Jersey City Public Schools' annual Week of Respect, which is a week dedicated to taking a stand against bullying and cyberbullying. The week-long event is co-sponsored by Mayor Stephen Fulop, the Municipal Council, Office of Cultural Affairs, and Public School District. The event is part of the larger nationwide National Bullying Prevention Month, which seeks to bring attention to the ongoing issue of bullying across the country. Jersey City food truck fees are officially suspended until the end of this month. In an earlier episode, we reported on the new fees that food truck owners would have to pay in order to park along different roads in Jersey City. This went hand-in-hand with removing York and Grand Streets from the food vendor park zone approved area. The new parking zone rules took effect earlier this month, but have since been suspended due to several food truck owners speaking out about the ordinance. Those vendors have asked that the fees be suspended until the end of this year's license period, which would happen on April 30th, 2020. 
Business owners have claimed that the fees, which were approved this summer, were not mentioned when they acquired their current licenses and therefore were not built into the business models of the food truck owners. According to Jersey Diggs, City Council President Rolando Lavaro has said that the council is committed to fairly resolving this issue. A new coffee shop seems to be coming to Hoboken on the corner of Marshall and First Street near the border of Jersey City. A sign for Wake Up and Go Coffee was recently put outside of the first floor retail space on the corner, which also looks to be undergoing renovations. No word on what the coffee shop will include or when it will open, but we'll be sure to update you as more details become available. A new lounge, called Manny's District Lounge, is set to open along the Exchange Place waterfront inside of Mac Callie's Harborside property, located at 210 Hudson Street in Jersey City. According to Jersey Diggs, extensive details about the new joint have not been revealed, but it does seem that the lounge will include a large bar, billiards, a ping pong table, and seating areas. More to come as information becomes available. Curry Up Now is set to open in Hoboken at 91 Washington Street in the former location of Walk to Walk. The California-based Indian eatery has expanded to New Jersey this past year with five franchise locations set to open. No word yet on exactly when it will open, but it seems it will happen before the new year. And now some information on recent openings in the area. Martha's Restaurant, located at 308 Pacific Avenue in Jersey City, is open once again. The local eatery closed on August 24th for renovations, but reopened in early October with their full menu of delicious breakfast and lunch options. After a long wait and much anticipation, Artichoke Basil's Pizza is officially open in Hoboken. Known for the long lines that patrons say are worth the wait, the infamous New York pizza joint is located at 96 Hudson Street, just a block away from the path. Los Montones, a new healthy bodega, is officially open in Jersey City at 432 Dr. Martin Luther King Drive. The bodega is part of the Jersey City Healthy Corner Store Initiative, which is a citywide effort designed to increase healthier food options in neighborhoods where access to healthy food is lacking, including the Greenville and Bergen Lafayette neighborhoods. The shop will have healthy fruits and vegetables, no sugar added drinks, and whole grain products available for purchase. And now on to a very unfortunate closing. The Houlihans, located at 1200 Harbor Boulevard in Weehawken, has suddenly and officially closed its doors. The popular chain restaurant posted a sign on their window reading, quote, We made the difficult decision to close our Weehawken restaurant effective October 8th. We would like to offer a heartfelt thank you to the community and our loyal guests for their support and patronage over the years. We hope to see you soon at another Houlihans restaurant and bar. It appears the location closed with no notice given to its employees. In a response to a tweet asking about the closing, the official Houlihan's Twitter account claimed the location closed due to an ongoing dispute with the landlord. Our sponsor for this episode is The Shepherd and the Knucklehead, which is a bar in Hoboken, uptown at 1313 Willow Avenue, across from the Trader Joe's, that has good food, occasional live music, and football TV screens galore. Mention Tea on the Hudson and get a $5 glass of wine or a $6 cocktail. 
So make sure you head there, 1313 Willow Avenue, mention Tea on the Hudson, and get a $5 glass of wine or a $6 cocktail. Ten years ago, the thought of eating out on a regular basis as a vegan would be almost unheard of. But today, a plant-based diet is becoming more and more common, and in Hudson County, it's actually pretty easy to make it a reality, even if you don't like to cook, like me. I'm not a vegan, by the way, but I do love the vegan lifestyle. And for our listeners who are curious about the plant-based or vegan lifestyle or just want to know what all the fuss is about, we have a special guest here today. My friend Jen Gonzalez is the founder of Duty Free Girl, a colonic practice in Jersey City. She's also a Hoboken Girl contributor and does a lot of our vegan content. And she's literally created a movement. We're a little punny here, but not only helping people move their bowels, but also drawing attention to to the importance of regularity on her blog and social media at Duty Free Girl. So welcome, Jen. I'm so excited for you to be here. Hi. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. I'm so excited. I feel like all my guests I have, I'm usually like on their table or like getting a massage or like something. And it's so fun to just sit and chat like we're having coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So you're here today. Tell me about Duty Free Girl and all of what you do. So Duty Free Girl is my colonic practice in Jersey City. I offer gravity-administered colonics, which are the most natural and effective way to cleanse your bowels. Everyone's obsessed with detoxing these days, and people are most familiar with the automated version of my colonic um, method, which is a machine that forces water in and sucks the waste out, forces water in, sucks the waste out, literally out of (laughs) your butthole. (laughs) Yes, and... I've had a colonic from you there. If I would dare to say colonics are great with you, that's you're the only person I would ever say that <laughs> to. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very flattered. Well, so the gravity method's very natural and gentle. There's no machine involved. Um, and you know how it is. The whole hour is pretty, pretty, well, I mean, sometimes I'm, wor- I'm watching Real Housewives while <laughs> you give me a colonic. So. Yeah, it's just like chatting. It's, it's like we're hanging out and there's just some stuff going on down below. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so with Duty Free Girl, you started it what year? 2015. So I've been open for four years this spring. Wow. Which is crazy to think about. That is crazy. And so how did it come about? Why did you decide to get into col- colonics? Is it colon colon therapy, colonic? Either one. Colonic, okay. colon hydrotherapy, colon therapy, about whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Yeah. How'd you get into it? I was working for my family. They have an insurance agency in North Bergen about, oh gosh, I don't even know. At this point, it's been about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I got really into fitness and diet working there because I just cannot sit still. So I would be working out like crazy in the morning before work to kind of feel okay about sitting on my ass all day uh, (laughs) because I just cannot sit at a desk. But I also would be so exhausted by the end of the day. It's not like I wanted to go to the gym or work out. So I would work out, make myself run in the morning. I hate running. And eventually my knees and my hips were... I feel you, girl. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> but I would just make myself do it because it's an easy thing to do. Just right outside. Don't have to you know, drive to the gym or anything. So I'd go running in the morning and eventually my knees and my hips were hurting me. So I had to focus on my diet just for vanity reasons. I didn't want to get <laughs> fat. I feel like it's so easy to just fall into that, that 
pattern of just sitting, eating, going yeah. home, going to sleep because it's exhausting, ironically, sitting on your ass all day. <laughs> so I picked up this book. I went to the Barnes and Noble that's no longer in Edgewater and they mm-hmm. had a small diet section at the time. It was actually just kind of mixed in with the diet books mm. or the I'm sorry, the cookbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, this one book was faced out called the raw food detox diet. To me, it sounded so extreme. And I like anything that's outside the box <laughs> because I just feel like You're anything, an extreme. I'm person. an extremist. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anything conventional to me is just garbage. <laughs> so I picked up this book. I devoured it. It was so interesting to me. It talked about the idea that waste equals weight. You're not going to benefit from a detox, um, heighten your energy levels, lose weight, clear your skin up, get the glow, they called it, which I was obsessed with getting the glow, (laughs) unless you're actually eliminating toxins from your body. The word detox has just kind of become synonymous with the word diets, lost its significance. Mm -hmm. So to me, that made perfect sense. It introduced the whole concept of juicing and fasting even um enemas this this, uh, (laughs) emphasis on elimination eating for elimination basically yeah so foods that kind of cleanse the body and exit in a timely manner are optimal for nutrition and and detox and that brings in the vegan lifestyle exactly so and you found the vegan lifestyle through that process exactly because you don't know it's hard to be guided in the vegan world because you can be an unhealthy vegan right yeah there's processed foods they have everything that that's why i'm like it's so easy to be vegan they've got ice cream we've got cheese we've got pizza (laughs) totally which we'll talk about soon i'm very excited (laughs) (laughs) yeah so with veganism let's talk about it a little bit when did you go vegan? That was at that time you decided I'm just going to do it. So I got into veganism. I was vegan when I read the book. I kind of transitioned following her, Mm -hmm. uh, her steps going, Mm -hmm. incorporating a little bit of fish was kind of my thing that I couldn't give up. Yeah. So incorporating fish and then slowly I just went completely vegan and I did go raw vegan for a few years. And then I transitioned back because that was all for vanity and health reasons. And I didn't have any health issues. It was mm-hmm. more for vanity reasons, let's be <laughs> honest. Uh, and then I transitioned back. I got annoyed with people who were super uber into health. They were just super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Too much. So I kind of had to go back and just reassess. But Warrior. it wasn't without its obsessions. Like I went from that to being like just junk vegan Mm -hmm. to vegetarian to pescatarian. Then I went back to eating meat because I was going Mm -hmm. on a trip to Spain years ago. And I'm like, I'm not going to go to Spain and not eat ham and eat the, the food. I, the book didn't necessarily stress veganism. There okay. was definitely an emphasis on eating mostly vegan, mm-hmm. uh, but it definitely broke it down into levels. So you can still incorporate meat and fish, but it also introduced the concept of food combining, eating foods in different orders that are optimal for digestion. So you want to make sure you're eating fish properly with tons of vegetables, not with right. carbs. Like the main principle of food combining is you don't combine starches or carbs with proteins. Right. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't recommend getting obsessed with that. But if you are experiencing any bloating, you know, it's something to look into. Yeah. So, but I became obsessed with it <laughs> <laughs> because I'm an extremist. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so it wasn't, but it, you know, the, I, it introduced me to more vegan ideas and the idea that you should be incorporating mostly vegetables into your diet. So plant-based. Plant-based, exactly. And they're kind of synonymous, right? Or not. Veganism and plant-based? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because, uh, like we said, veganism can incorporate, you could just be eating carbs and muffins and right, just not processed animal. foods. Exactly. But plant-based is mostly whole foods. So you're eating you know, vegetables and fruits and whole grains and healthier, that sort of thing. healthier. Got exactly. it. So I am not a cook, but I know that 
a lot of times plant-based diets, you really need to be eating foods and buying things all the time and cooking, I always thought. But you're someone that proved to me that you really don't have to necessarily be cooking all the time. Tell me about how you survive in this world without cooking. It's so easy now to be plant-based here in Hudson County, even in Manhattan, forget it. There's so there's so many places to go, and even regular non-vegan restaurants, they all have options now. It's crazy. It's it kind really of a necessity like... for business. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's not because someone's vegan, someone's got an allergy. So you can guarantee a vegan dish is going to be dairy free, right? Right. So my favorite places to go, I mean, believe it or not, it's mostly even the non-vegan places. But I'll start with the vegan places. Yeah, let's so, go with vegan. Obviously, and well, let's define <laughs> let's define vegan for everyone because some people listening may not know exactly what that means. Vegan is no animal product, so no meat, no dairy. Uh, the very strict vegan places have no bee, no honey, mm-hmm. no beeswax products. I'm so anything that comes from animals. Anything that comes from animals. And some vegan places still use honey. So if you're a very strict vegan, you just want to make sure you check the ingredients on the menu. But for those who have dairy or allergies, you're going to be safe at a vegan spot. (laughs) Maybe not so much a nut allergy. Yeah. (laughs) Nut is hard when you're, if you're trying to go plant-based because so much is cashew. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, so tell me some of the places that are easy to eat vegan, obviously starting with the vegan spots. So Subia's Organic Market in Jersey City is 100% vegan. I love Subia so much. They're so good. I go there numerous times a week. I definitely <laughs> recommend going there. Yeah, they're, they're uh, wheatgrass shots. I just had one and I was it was so delicious. They said it's like organic wheatgrass. Which it's, just, and it's a little sweet, right? Yeah, really good. So they have juices, they have smoothies, they have food. The breakfast burrito is my favorite thing ever. I love that. <laughs> I've had it before. And have you tried their tuna melt? Yes, that is the, it's not tuna. I had but it last night actually. <laughs> it's jackfruit, right? It's jackfruit. They mix it up like a tuna salad and they melt some cheese in there. I recommend getting it as a wrap. Mm-hmm. And noted it's cashew or almond cheese, right? It's not. They use, they do use nut cheese. So it nut is, cheese. Yeah, okay. I, I yeah. think it is almond based. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? There, uh, I love Two Boots Pizza. Mm-hmm. So these places aren't necessarily places you want the healthiest of all there's definitely healthy healthy but you can eat there vegan (laughs) but if you're vegan and you're just looking for something two boots is open late night too they've got amazing they always have one pie available by the slice that's vegan and but if you look at their menu there's so many pies that are veganized my favorite is the larry tate pie which is a white pizza but you have to order it by the whole pie which is i mean it's so good so It's, it's for a party or, or, or a party or, with yourself. Or a personal size party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, vegan party. And then right next door is actually my latest obsession is Porta. Uh, they have this broccoli Wait, rob. They have vegan now? Yeah, they have a whole vegan menu. <gasps> they have a vegan menu and a vegetarian menu. Wow. So the vegetarian menu, there's this really delicious arugula pie. So you just ask them to take the cheese off. You can actually insider tip remove ingredients but you can't add ingredients so you can't Mm. ask them to put vegan cheese on it but you can take the cheese off interesting okay and then they've got a few vegan pies at least three or four with cheese with vegan cheese that's great and they've got uh this broccoli rob side that i i go there and i eat it as a meal it's so good (laughs) they i don't know i think it's brilliant they have it's broccoli rob mixed with pistachios and raisins and capers and olives really good so good any other ones that you highly recommend? Yeah, Pet Shop. 
Pet Shop JC. Oh, so good. It's a bar. They open at five. They also have a great happy hour. So some of their apps are 50% off, I think. Oh, yes. But they have the best buffalo cauliflower. (gasps) Those are my favorite. They taste like real buffalo. They're so good. Like wings. Yes. The only thing you need to know is they're not vegan you have to ask for them to make it vegan why aren't they um, vegan i think there's i think they originally put butter in the sauce because oh, right, butter is see and that's why i'm not vegan because i think like the only uh animal based thing i eat sometimes is butter it's but so you know fun. it's funny my so my family is very much not vegan yeah maybe borderline anti-vegan <laughs> <laughs> as some families are <laughs> but my mom actually which is this is a true test. She actually likes vegan earth balanced butter, which you can oh. find in pretty much any grocery store better than regular butter. It's really good. I've had it at home, but I feel like in a restaurant, it's so hard to be like, hey, can you not use <laughs> butter on this? That's really hard. Do you ever ask restaurants to do things? Oh, so that's also the tough thing about going to a non-vegan place and ordering. You, you never want to order the vegetables blindly because chances are they're doused in butter, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So always ask, is I'm happy about butter it, but. or... <laughs> But like sometimes you can't even tell the difference between totally. butter or olive oil. You know, it's 100%. just so yeah, olive oil is good to go. It's yeah. just don't put it in butter. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like, come on, why do we need butter? <laughs> now, any other places? I, I'm just gonna keep picking your brain. What else? I know I haven't actually been, but Tony Bologna's opened in Jersey oh, City. Tony Bologna. I will tell you, Tony Bologna's <laughs> cashew cheese, the best. So there's Orale next to them. Yes. Okay. Oh, they had they actually make their own seitan there. Really? Yeah. Explain what seitan is. Seitan is, for those who are gluten-free, you cannot eat seitan. It's literally just gluten. (laughs) (laughs) But for those who do not have a gluten intolerance, their seitan, uh, their vegan tacos are delicious. They also Mm. have this amazing guacamole. They have different guacs there. Their chips are the best. And their guac, they have one with serrano chili jam. So it's this salty, sweet combination that sounds so bizarre, but it just works. And then next to them is Matthews. Mm -hmm. And Matthews now, they mark everything on their menu that's vegan with a V. They always have a vegan entree. Yes. The latest, I mean, one time I went there and they made this amazing, uh, what was it? It was a stuffed egg corn stuffed with impossible meat. Ooh. And impossible meat is huge now. It's everywhere. Matthews also does plants really well for those who aren't looking for the impossible meats or the beyond meats, whichever one it was that they used or processed foods in general mm-hmm. that we've been talking about. They also recently have, I don't know if it's currently in the menu, but they, the last dish I had there was a carrot dish roasted amazingly, mm. perfectly roasted carrots on some sort of puree of beets or what, I don't remember what the puree was, but Their on top of turnips so and lentils, they're so good and just cooked to perfection. Mm-hmm. So there's ways you can go out and eat super healthy without touching on the junk vegan food. And Busy Bee is my favorite, which I know you My girl love. Michelle, I know, we Busy love Michelle. Bee Organics. She, all her food is organic and plant-based. So she does only whole foods. She also doesn't do the processed stuff. Everything is baked fresh she even does raw vegan stuff she yeah has, and she just opened up a cafe yeah she just opened up a cafe in the heights it's beautiful go check it out guys if you haven't uh, already and it's she's not a, a vegan but very very vegan friendly so you can grab and go food for the whole family <laughs> yes and desserts too her desserts are out of this world and she does deliveries too she delivers to hoboken mm-hmm. yeah and speaking of hoboken Tell me some spots in Hoboken because we have a ton of Hoboken listeners and I feel like if they're looking for plant-based, we want to know where can we go? (laughs) Oh, my favorite is Chorito's, the Mexican place. Yes. They used to have a 
full vegan spot downtown, but mm-hmm. now their other location has the vegan menu as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's the best Mexican. It's so good. It's so good. And I think right by there is Bear Burger. Yes. They also use, I think, the Impossible Meat. But they also have, my favorite burger there is actually, I think it's called, it's either the, called the Mexican Burger or the Guacamole Burger. Mm. And it's, I think it's sweet potato based. Yes, they have a sweet potato burger. It's good. Really and for good. those who also don't want to eat too much processed stuff, they'll wrap your burger in lettuce. So you can eat healthy mm-hmm. there as well. They have and great colored pickles. greens, I think they yes. can do. Yeah. And then Simply Juice, have you been there? Simply Juiced, I love. I haven't been there in a while, but they do great smoothies. They have juices. You can get mm-hmm. a juice cleanse if you're into that. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of raw vegan snacks, grab-and-go items. Mm-hmm. They're always sampling stuff. I definitely mm-hmm. recommend popping in there. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like samples? I know. And then I shop often, and I think you do too, at Basic, basic Food Market. Yes, <laughs> Basic is the best. So good. And you can hop. If you go in there and there's a little... Uh, if you pop into the right there's a fridge there with grab and go vegan items sandwiches burgers even mm-hmm. uh there's so much stuff you can get there they there's have such a huge snacks. selection snacks on snacks they have a huge <laughs> selection of ice cream yes um, so delicious this is my favorite so good uh what else do they have i mean anything there hummus whatever you mm-hmm. can dream of and i know trader joe i haven't really been to the trader joe's here but that's mm-hmm. another op i mean yeah they have a lot of stuff now any you can go anywhere there's so much vegan stuff i know we're very lucky now <laughs> yes <laughs> If someone wants to become a vegan but isn't sure how to start or even just wants to be plant-based, what do you suggest? I always actually suggest one of my friend's books because I think she kind of nails it as far as Mm -hmm. understanding how to eat, what to eat in a very gentle manner. So her name is Kimberly Snyder. and I I love her. Yes. I definitely recommend following her on Instagram too. She's so lovable and easy and relatable. Uh, and her book, her first book, The Beauty Detox Solution, just breaks down even the food combining because a lot of people start eating vegetables and they feel super bloated. And she kind of breaks down why. And maybe you're just eating things in improper combinations or orders right. that just aren't digesting well for you. But it's not that you're eating unhealthy. You just need to tweak how you're eating. A hundred percent. I think it's so important for people to really find what works for them too. And obviously when starting any type of lifestyle or thing, talk to your doctor, but Mm -hmm. it seems like in general, doctors are really starting to promote the plant-based lifestyle more than they ever have. Totally. Well, thanks so much for coming in, Jen. I'd love to have you back so we can dive deeper, which if you've had a colonic, you know it's a pun on (laughs) colon hydrotherapy. But uh, guys, if you want to learn more about living a plant-based lifestyle and how to do it, Jen contributes regularly to HobokenGirl.com with her vegan articles and covering all things plant-based. And she also has her own blog and social media. Where can they find you? At dutyfreegirl.com. Duty is spelled D-O-O-D-Y. This has been much of a debate because people are telling me I spell it wrong, but that's how I spell it. So it's D-O-O-D-Y-F-R-E-E-G-I-R-L.com. And you can read up on my blog, subscribe to my newsletter. I'll send you a bunch of crappy tips. And I know what you wanted to say there, but we're a clean podcast. (laughs) I held it. Told you I could last 15 minutes without saying it. And and yeah, and if you wanted to book an appointment for a colonic, Mm -hmm. you can check my schedule and book right online as well. And her colonics are awesome, if I dare say so myself. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for coming in, Jen. Thanks for having me. In place of our self-care segment this week, we have a getaway self-care combo. 
allow me to introduce, though it needs no introduction, Air Ancient Baths in New York City. This is the ultimate spa day experience, and even though it's in Tribeca, it feels like it's in another country. I've been a few times, and I must say it feels like a getaway, and you have to book in advance. I really recommend there's a massage and green tea scrub, and when you book a treatment, you get two hours at the pools. In this area, let me tell you, you just walk down the stairs from the entrance, and it is like another world. They have a plunge pool, hot tubs, salt therapy, steam room, sauna, and more. It's below the ground and so relaxing, I can't even explain it. You just have to try it. The massages are heaven, and it's legitimately in our backyard, so go check it out. That's Air Baths, A-I-R-E, and they also have one in Chicago if you're ever in the Windy City. Our hidden gem this week is 15 Fox Place in Jersey City. The New York Times called this Jersey City restaurant located at, well, duh, 15 Fox Place, a delicious touch of the speakeasy about it, a sense that only those who know the password can gain admission. Multiple courses are served over a span of two and a half hours, and this is not a grab-and-go kind of dinner place. This should really be like your stop of the evening. There are usually six courses, uh, but it feels like 20, with no menu set, so be ready. The dishes are all Italian, and they have a variety of pastas, chicken, and other meats, and it's prefixed, family-style, and BYOB. Chef Rich and his son Mark will come by and chat and see how things are going, and they will make accommodations for dietary restrictions. I actually asked for no dairy for mine, and they obliged, which was really, really nice, and the other guests got to have, you know, cheese and all of that stuff. It's a family-run establishment, so the servers and maitre d' are so friendly, and they want to make sure everything is served to perfection. You'll even get breathing breaks, which you actually need, between courses, and the staff will let you explore their house, which is adorably decorated and really reminds me of like a bubby grandma-nana situation with old furniture and antiques, and it's decorated really, really adorably. A word to the wise, though, make reservations in advance, and don't be concerned after calling their phone number and leaving a voicemail. Someone will most likely call back, but similar to Augustino's, the call will be probably returned in a day or two for the most part, so definitely plan ahead. It's not a last-minute type of reservation situation. Highly recommend. That's 15 Fox Place, our hidden gem of the week. This week's Hudson Heroes are all of those who participated in Jersey City's annual Week of Respect. Bullying and cyberbullying should have no place in our schools, and we're big fans of anyone who is working hard to stop it, especially the students. So this week, we are Hudson Heroes. And this week's Hudson Zero goes out to anyone who's riding around on the Lime Scooters while drinking. While Nicholas Catrone may have been the first person issued a DUI, he's definitely not the first person we've seen drunk on a scooter. Safety first, people. So if this is you, you are officially our Hudson Zero of the Week. The nonprofit for this episode is the Hoboken Family Alliance, a volunteer-driven organization that helps Hoboken families connect with one another through family-oriented events and activities. Volunteers are needed by the Alliance to help plan and organize events and contribute to the newsletter and website. Visit HobokenFamily.com or email hfaphilanthropy at yahoo.com to volunteer or for more information. 
And that concludes our episode of Tea on the Hudson. Major thanks to Kate for sharing the news this week, Jen from Duty Free Girl for stealing the vegan tea, our production team Van Voorst Films, and Mike Soul for our music. We'll be spilling the tea every Tuesday morning, so make sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us spread the word. You can follow Tea on the Hudson on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or email teaonthehudson at gmail.com. We'll see you next week for a new episode. Episode.